Release the Kraken. Welcome to Tinderella, the podcast that discusses the perils and pitfalls of dating in the 21st century. I'm your host, Ella, and on today's episode, we will be talking about baggage and knowing when is the right time to bring it up. How much is too much? Let's discuss. When I was brand new to Tinder, I was dating very casually. There's no obligation there to expose yourself or bring up any of your baggage. You're out to have a good time, you're out to meet new people, you're out to do fun things. But when does or should the truth come out? There's a fine line between having fun with no expectations and sliding into something more serious. So at what point are you hiding who and what you are? I have more than just what some people might call the normal issues, kids, work, friends, etc. When I say I'm crazy, a lot of men assume I'm like the same quote unquote crazy that they label all girls as. And I don't even know what kind of crazy they think all girls are because all girls aren't crazy, just like all men aren't assholes. People are people. I, though, am legit crazy, and I don't tell everybody that, so when I do say, haha, I'm crazy, they think, oh, that's cute, she's crazy like every other girl. I don't know who, if every man I meet just happens to be dating a bunch of crazy people, somehow I doubt it. They just think all girls are crazy. They're not. But I feel like I've done my duty, I warned them ahead of time, I don't have to go into detail. Until I do. And when is that time? When is the right time? When do I release the Kraken? I'm at a point now in my search where I know I'm looking for an actual relationship. Someone that can be a partner for me. So there will come a point in this relationship where just how crazy I am might matter. And at this point, I'm looking for someone who doesn't just accept that I come with this baggage and deal with it, but also value all of me. So all the things I do, all the things I am, and appreciate the fact that my past experiences and the the ways that I am who I am are a part of me and make me the amazing person I am. So I have tried a couple of different things. I've tried leading with the crazy and I've also tried working it in much later. I've had, you know, varied results with either of those uh, scenarios. I don't know that there's any one tried and true method. I really think it depends on the connection, the guy, and maybe somewhat my presentation. In one case, uh, Jay, I waited. We met on Tinder, had a great connection. Had a super great first date, led into a super great second date and third date. We, there was, distance was a factor, so we communicated a lot and 
The connection was just really great. And mentally, physically, emotionally, we connected. But I was holding back because I felt like I was holding onto this big giant secret that he didn't have any idea about. And the secret was the fact that I'm batshit fucking crazy. So my anxiety about what or how much to tell him, it held me back from forming more of a genuine connection with him than I probably could have. Eventually, maybe, I don't know, a few months into our relationship, I was going to spend the weekend with him. And so I'm at his house and I, I, on the drive there, I had made up my mind that it's starting to look like it could get more serious and he deserves to know. And I don't want to carry around, like at first you're just having fun and getting to know somebody and that's fine. But now I want to know if I'm wasting my time. If he can't handle it, then there's no point in us being together anymore because what am, what are we even doing? This is who I am. There's going to come a time when the crazy comes out and he's going to be blindsided. That's not fair. And I felt like I was lying. So eventually, you know, I get there. That's it's going fine. The weekend's going fine, but I'm a nervous wreck. So finally, I think he noticed something was a bit off. And eventually I stuttered out some kind of half of the truth. He didn't care. He didn't care at all. But I had held on to the shame of it and the secrets. And because I I knew that I really had only told him probably half of it at that point, that, that shame still held me back. So because he didn't know the full me, he wasn't really able to accept the full me that was on me it wasn't on him um we ended up fading and fizzling out we're still friends we're still friendly i mean distance is still a factor it's not like we hang out but we do keep in touch and he's a good guy he's not my guy for a number of other reasons as it turns out it has nothing to do with the fact that i'm crazy uh i we just weren't a good fit and and me being nuts isn't even the biggest reason I'm not a good match for some people. And I think he was the first time I ever really recognized that that might not be the disqualifying factor for anybody. So a couple of years after Jay, I met M and I've decided by this point that I'm just going to not lead with it. I mean, it's not in my Tinder bio, but we had a good first date and had a great connection. So I told him right away. Again, distance was a factor. So I told him on the phone after our first date and I really just laid it all out there. I, I knew for myself, there was no point in forming more of a connection if he can't accept the actual me. He listened. He didn't ask as many fact-finding questions, I think, as I would have, but he thinks he can handle it. So I'm like, cool. He thinks he can, but we'll see. We dated for several months and mostly without my issues being an issue. 
we had some other issues like any other couple probably does it's been a long time since i was part of a couple so i'm guessing they were like normal issues uh when my issues were an issue though they really were an issue at some point m said some really hurtful things and i ended the relationship but you know signs were there that i kind of overlooked he there were times where he was minimizing or would change the subject he often would tell me i was too deep in the end he wasn't my person either and in the end again it wasn't about me being crazy it wasn't about the amount of baggage i had it was about the fact that this dude wasn't prepared to carry more than like a fanny pack and i've got you know a rolling suitcase and a carry-on and an overnight bag and a duffel bag and a makeup case and a train case and a hat box and a backpack and a fanny pack he is again not a bad guy just not my guy he's peter pan and i'm wendy and it doesn't work it really isn't about me being crazy I've learned in the last, you know, between J and M, I took that time to really learn that we all have baggage. My baggage comes in the form maybe of diagnoses and kids and work and bills. Everybody has something. When and how much we share our things with other people doesn't really matter because our person is going to be like, here, let me grab that one suitcase for you and lighten your load do you mind carrying this one for me we can trade off he m wasn't my person j wasn't my person that's fine but i learned it's not so much about how much i'm carrying it's much more about how well i managed to carry it all on my own because hey all those pieces of luggage i mentioned i've got them all handled they're balanced i'm balanced it's under control all I really need is someone to say, I see you, I hear you, this is not a problem. They're not my people, that's fine. There's this thing I've discovered in my Tinder trials. There seems to be this hot, crazy matrix that all men are judging women on. Because all men, again, think women are crazy. But Here's the thing. Men seem to think that a certain degree of crazy translates somehow to hotter sexy times, as if only slightly crazy girls can like to get freaky. But if you're too crazy, then they run the risk of waking up in a bathtub full of ice, minus some, you know, vital organ, like fuckboy Chad's liver is actually viable on the black market or something. Or, or crazy girls actually want fuckboy Chad's liver for some other reason. I don't know. But they think that they're actually in danger if you're too crazy. Because everybody translates crazy to violent or dangerous. You have to be hot enough to be crazy. The uglier you are, the saner you have to be. So if you're hot enough, you're allowed to be crazier 
and men run the risk of overshooting the hot crazy matrix like they have to know on their own personal scale what they determine is hot and then how crazy they're willing to put up with based on how hot that chick is that's fucking fucked up by the way but it it is it's true so as long as you're attractive enough they're gonna overlook a fair amount of crazy and if you tell them you're crazy from the very beginning they're gonna think you're different and unique and intriguing because nobody no women admit they're crazy and all women say they're different from other girls if you jump out of the gate with I'm fucking crazy they're they already think all girls are crazy so you're telling them what they already think that makes you different apparently now The more upfront I get, the more men seem to think that I'm some kind of sparkly unicorn who's more self-aware and refreshingly honest and special than anyone they've ever encountered before. I'm not. I'm not special. I mean, we're all special. I'm not more special. The difference is, I have nothing to lose. I actually am crazy, and I want someone who can handle it. Fuckboy Chad can handle it. That's fine. I don't want him. I don't want to go on a bunch of endless first dates. I hate small talk. I don't care what someone's favorite color is. I don't care what kind of music they listen to. I don't care what kind of food they like to eat. I fucking hate cooking. I'm never going to cook for fuckboy Chad. I cook for people who can handle my crazy. That's it. End of story. My children have to handle my crazy. I cook for them. You get rewarded. This is how it works. This is how it works, people. I do not understand how men think. I I don't. Most men are very simple. It's true. They want to be, live, you know, these simple little lives, whatever. I'm not looking for that kind of man. So when they tell me how, you know, self-aware and, uh, unique and whatever I think you're different and you're special and you're unique is the new you're beautiful I think men wised up to the fact that sending 15 different girls good morning gorgeous messages got old to us women we don't want to hear that every day on tinder from 27 different guys sorry guys we don't so now it's How's the most interesting woman I've ever spoken to? Give me, I mean, come on, are you serious? That, granted, it does take longer to type, I'll give you that, but let's get real. I'm fairly boring, and um, you must be too if I'm the most interesting person you've ever spoken to. What I am is willing to tell you I'm crazy if that is what eliminates you from my life, because I'm out here, this is a numbers game for me. I, I I feel sometimes like I'm not even looking for Mr. Right anymore. I'm looking for, I'm just looking to eliminate all the Mr. Wrongs. Last man standing is the one I'll keep. Basically, that's where I'm at. In the end, I think the conclusion I've come to is that Men's hot crazy matrix doesn't really matter. Our amount of baggage doesn't really matter. Whatever it is, whether it's 
you're crazy, you have physical ailments, you have 72 children, you have debt, you have a really demanding job, you have fallout from parents, whatever, whatever your shit is. Everybody has some shit, right? You don't owe it to anybody to share more of your story than you want to, which is something with Jay that I hadn't yet learned. I felt like I had to share it with him because I owed it to him to expose myself. And so that made me really nervous. I'm not nervous now when I tell men, look, this is what I've got. This is how I deal with it. This is what I'm looking for. And when I say what I've got, I'm saying part of it is this is I'm crazy, but also this is what I'm bringing to the table. This is what I have to offer. This is what I am willing to provide. And this is what I'm willing to deal with. These are the things that I can help you with. These are the things that I know how to handle. I tell them now, not because I owe it to them, but because I owe it to me. I owe it to me because I'm looking for someone who brings as much to the table as I do. I'm looking for someone who can handle what I have and also bring me his own shit. The good, the bad, the ugly. I want it all. I want to know that I'm partnered with someone that I can bear my soul with and who is willing to bear his to me. So you don't owe it to anybody to share any or all of your story, but you do owe it to yourself to be completely open and honest when you're ready to actually be with your person. If you're just hanging out, if you're just having fun, tell them as much or as little as you want. That's your story. It's yours to tell. Be honest with yourself. Be true to who you are. But it's yours. It's yours to share or not share. When you're ready to be with your person, then you need to be ready to let your person in. That was a really hard lesson for me to learn. So I think I have learned it, which has been really um, eye-opening for me and also freeing, really freeing. It's why I tell them pretty quickly at this point. There is no point in me wasting my time with someone who can't handle everything that I am. Most of what I am is amazing. They don't deserve the amazing, though, if they can't tolerate or accept or appreciate the rest. Thanks for listening. I want to know about your baggage and how you deal with it and how you deal with exposing or sharing or handling it. Um, We are on Twitter at Tinderella underscore love. We are on Instagram at Tinderella.love. And as always, you can leave us a message on Anchor. Until next time, swipe right.